Welcome, you've arrived at Rockademia U, where the garage ends, Beethoven rolls over, and the ivory tower meets the street. This is JV, and today we have a blast from the past on the subject of the Who's youth anthem, My Generation, with its famous line, Hope I Die Before I Get Old. Our guest lecturer is Dr. Russ Omens, a clinical psychologist who, besides knowing a thing or two on the inner workings of the mind, joins insight with humor and wit on this podcast commemorating the Who's Super Bowl performance of 2010. The Mod Band being one of his favorite groups since the day he saw them perform in late May of 1968 at Chicago's Kinetic Playground, now a condo building across from St. Boniface Cemetery. Where on a quiet night, you might just hear the ghosts of rock stars past who rocked the playground down around that date. Led Zeppelin, Vanilla Fudge, Muddy Waters, The Zombies, and a handful of others, including from June 20th to June 22nd, the feature attraction to be announced. Tickets in those pre-Ticketmaster disaster days, $5 on weekend nights, $3 on Sundays. Not bad, but I saw Dylan for $2.50 and $65, that's $2.50, and Hendrix, a few years later, $3.50. But enough said. Let me turn the festivities over to Russ. Thanks, Johnny. Rusty Omens reporting, and I'm here to witness the historic 10,000th performance of My Generation by The Who here at the auditorium of Serenity Pines Retirement Village, Hempstead on the Thames, outside of London. And as I speak, they're helping Roger from his wheelchair, adjusting the helmet and leading him to the microphone. Now they're assisting Pete with strapping on his custom lightweight strat with padded whammy bar. This marks the 10,000th time since 1965 that the band has played the quintessential Rock Rebellion anthem. And today they celebrate their claim as the world's longest-lived continuing rock band. Here we go! Talking about my generation. I'm just talking about my generation. Talking about my generation. 
put it down. Talking about my generation. Just because we can get around. Talking about my generation. Things they do look awful cold. Talking about my generation. Yeah, I hope I die before I get old. Talking about my generation. Okay, a bit facetious to be sure, but it highlights our theme today on how artists, rock artists in particular, face the aging process and come to grips with the irony that they initially attracted attention with a song in an idiom wrought by and for teenagers. What happens when a song that became a youth anthem and which encapsulated the anger and angst of teenage rebellion in the socially turbulent 60s and boasts the line, I hope I die before I get old, lasts now 44 years and is intimately associated with a band that purports that it still has something to say about the present and future. Rock, which started out as an adolescent music mainly for and by baby boom generation and exploited by the older generation, is now facing its aging, its relevance and endurance and, by and large, has given way to hip-hop as the cutting-edge music, which now is close to about 30 years old. But after all, rock is mainstream music now. But how is it maturing? Going through a midlife crisis? And how do we, who have also grown up with the song, face the grain of rock? And how do the surviving members of The Who, recent recipients of the Kennedy Center Honors, and early members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and both in their 60s, see it now? As a historic bit of nostalgic embarrassment, or still vital and compelling? Townsend was 20 when he wrote the song, a proto-punk masterpiece with tremendous impact and influence, musically, lyrically, and performance-wise. Lest we forget, this bombastic, subversive, three-minute, 19-second epic came replete with stuttering stammering, the R&B-flavored call-and-response vocals, the bass taking the lead guitar, and feedback guitar, which often ended in concert with flailing drums, swinging microphones, smoke and flash, and the nihilistic self-destructions of instruments. Remember? Just because we get around Talking about my generation Things they do look awful Talking about my generation I hope I die before I get old Try to dig what we all say. I'm not trying to cause a big s- s- sensation. I'm just talking about my t- t- generation.
We're calling this one Growing Up in Public, or Don't Trust Anyone Under 30. As we look at the song and its theme, we're hopeful of providing additional insight into the process both Roger and Pete go through to perform the song today as we listen to various versions performed live and review transcripts of interviews with Pete. Here's a bit of background and necessary for the song. My Generation was named 11th in Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest rock and roll songs and 13th on VH1's list of 100 greatest. It was The Who's second release following Anyway, Anyhow, Anywhere in 1965 and before a substitute in early 66. John Entwistle's bass was used as the lead instrument over the guitar. And it was the set-ending staple for many a Who show, the Live at Leeds version still being an indispensable classic of FM radio. According to John Perry's book-length essay on the Who album, Meaty, Beady, Big and Bouncy, the band's then co-manager, Kit Lampert, told Townsend to write an anthem. So dying before one gets old could be interpreted in the context of the generational battle line being drawn in the song, saying, in effect, I hope I die before I get old and start acting like they do. So it's about values, not about old age. When asked, Roger stresses that to him, the song is more about attitude than age. In 2006, via email, getting ready for their tour, Townsend answered questions submitted by journalists. I'm quoting Pete here. My generation, as I recall, we recorded about five or six different studio versions before we got it sounding right. The final version was recorded in an overnight session. Funnily enough, we nearly didn't use the song, but then co-manager Chris Stamp championed it, so we stuck through it, its various incarnations and different arrangements and demos. I wrote it in the style of the Kinks as I wanted to get Shell Tammy interested in, in us, and it worked, as he came down to see us and instantly thought that my generation was the one. Nostalgia might be a hasty name for cultural depth and resonance. For many years, when we were still really children, we stopped playing it because we thought we were too old. That was the who themselves buying into the wrong interpretation of the lyric, I hope I die before I get old, which is more about a state of mind than actual age. There are many stories that speak to the origin of the stutter in the song, with some, like Shel Tammy, suggesting it was just a happy accident that he thought the band should keep in, to others like the fact that 
the stutter is supposed to mimic the effects of amphetamines, the drug of choice for mod youth, or a demonstration of the anger that underlies the song and helps build the tension just as a key change mid-song does. The fade away implied the real message, fuck off. When first released, the BBC refused to play it, feeling it was offensive to stutters. And for a time, The Who played the number as a blues tune, more in the manner of Mos Allison, someone Pete publicly admired and which reflected the American jazz and R&B influence on English youth in the 60s. Let's listen to a version of that from the 70s.
Let's speak a little bit about the uh, psychology behind the song My Generation, which deals with the rejection of authority, a normal part of adolescent identity formation. It's a period when the adolescent becomes attached to usually other, younger groups, rejecting their parents and idealizing heroes, conforming through non-conformity with their own peer group through the process of identification. The paradox is that by rebelling against authority, the teen needs to attach him or herself to another, more romantic group, which goes a long way in explaining why pop star posters litter walls and why suburban kids make ghetto rappers rich. Often, rebellion may degenerate into nihilism, where even society's values are rejected. Now, for British mods, it was fashion, drugs, and music that represented a critique of art and culture to make the point that there needed to be more to life in post-war Britain than the industrialization and cookie-cutter lives spent work in factories for a pension. Yet this is the world the Who grew up in. The ritual of destroying one's instruments, the very thing that gives both voice and power, was doubly ironic for the Who, who not only became idols themselves, but gave in to the huge excess. Keith, John, and Pete all had well-publicized problems with substance and family. And yet simultaneously trying to destroy that which placed them in the roles of rock stars while still embracing rock's raw power. And in outliving so many of their peers in age and creativity, they have had to deride and duplicate it at the same time. Townsend has lived with the I generation's idea as evolving in meaning insofar as looking at it from the artistic standpoint as a work of art or poetry that may have encapsulated a specific time but has a broader abstract appeal that can offer resonance and vitality as well as comfortable nostalgia. Let's quote Pete once more as he responds to the following question. In my generation you wrote the line, I hope I die before I get old. How do you feel about the aging process? And is there an expiration date in rock and roll? Townsend wrote, the first subject is not concerned to the second. I hope I die before I get old was written by a young man about a state of mind, not age. It was poetry, pop poetry, but still poetry. When I write about getting older in my online diary pages, I'm writing about my reality, not a poetic concept. Aging is real, dreadful, and wonderful at once. An expiration date, we shall have to see. When The Who played Chicago in support of Endless Wire in 2006, Roger's allergy to smoke caused breathing problems that required him to briefly leave the stage for oxygen. In this case, Pete handled all the vocal responsibilities for this version of my generation. Listen to his crooning, we can't die, I hope I get old, and I can't die, we can't die, there are too many of us. Let's give it a listen. I'm not quite sure what it's about, he's going to go off and get some oxygen, I hope. And uh, much as we love to do this song with him, we're going to try it without him. It's a song called My Aging, Creaking, Dying Generation.
One more comment that speaks to the hypocrisy of the older generation, our rather slavish dedication to youth and rock music, by quoting Brian Doherty from an essay in Salon.com in 2002. Quote, Rejecting the still-living possibilities of classic rock band relies on an attitude towards rock that deifies it and demeans it simultaneously. Those who insist that rock and roll must be about youth and rebellion and represent some sort of Dionysian explosion are being critical fascists, unquote. And it was Ian Anderson of Jethro Sull who said, you're never too old to rock and roll. So how are we doing, rock and roll? Well, we're seeing a change in our way of delivery. The music companies are no more. Digital domain is the end thing. Albums are not concepts anymore. It's changing. Right now we're in the single. Maybe we're revisiting the cycles. But rock still remains vital for those who are interested in it. And, you know, there's one final irony or two to leave you with. You might have seen these recent commercials for Pepsi Generation using My Generation. What do you think about that? And in 2007, the song was recorded by a band of geriatric artists for a new generation. In this case, the generation older than the Who's. Elf, the lead singer, is 91, and the oldest member, Buster, is 102. They recorded the song in May of 2007 as a feature in a BBC television documentary to give voice to the feeling of isolation and abandonment of the elderly. In Britain, the elderly are often pensioners stuck in institutions and turn blocks, their term for high-rise apartments or vertical slums. This tune charted 26 in the UK 
and the band has gone on to some success throughout Europe and recently released a second album of material. Yet the message of the song remains the same and echoes some of the themes Townsend has mined for years. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. We're not going to take it, and why don't you all fade away? So take it, Zimmers. the sounds of wheelchairs, walkers, and crutches being smashed to smithereens. You've been listening to Dr. Russ Omens, now a professor emeritus of Rockademia U. Russ would have turned 68 today, April 20th of 2019, had he not succumbed to complications of Crohn's disease just over a year ago. An inspiring guitarist and songsmith in his own right, Russ remained young in spirit even as his body conspired against him. Ask anyone who knew him and they'll tell you he did die before he got old, thus fulfilling the Who vision. 
He wasn't a big believer in the afterlife, but if there is one, I'm sure he's trying to rock instead of resting in peace. Hey, hey, my, my. This is J.V. Pariah signing off. All wrongs righted, all rights reserved, 2019.